the teenager called the police, was the one to call 911, and she just said she's dead. Uh, he had thick glasses and was a ginger boy with freckles, you know, easy target for the police in the, in the 90s. This is I Was a Teenage Murderer. He confessed to doing it on purpose. Like, he confessed mm-hmm. to letting his rage out on theirs. On She was arrested and charged with murder, and mm-hmm. the reason she was doing it was, here's the kicker. Oh my gosh! Today's episode... Child's Play. Hello, my name is Noelle Jones. And I'm Abella Knott. And this is I, I Was, was a, teenage a Teenage Murderer. Uh, it's Rebbi- Red, Red Ribbon, Red Red Ribbon week. week this week. Not that it has anything to do with what we're talking about. Um, mind me, I'm sick. It's okay. Uh, for those we'll of you live. who are homeschooled, Red Ribbon Week is like anti-drugs week, does nothing to help. We just get to dress up. My favorite thing is the people that I know, I'm like, you you do drugs, and then they dress up, and I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs> it's a negatory. Uh, like, what is, do we have a theme this week? Yeah, they're kids. Kids. I- Teens who kills kids, not babies this time. We're aging <laughs> up. We're aging. We're going to you know? slowly get older. And yeah, and then, older. like, it'll be, like, next week we'll be, like, other like teens. Pre-teens. Oh, middle schoolers, maybe. Middle schoolers. Okay, well, uh, mine starts. Uh, this was an episode of Killer Kids. It's on Netflix. Um, it's also like an ID. I don't know. Wait, Might there's be a show ID. called Killer Kids? Yes, it's amazing. It's about kids who kill. Not just teenagers, though. This one was a teen. Um, his name is Eric Smith, a.k.a. the whitest name you could ever mm-hmm. like come up with. Mm-hmm. Um, and this kid, like, literally, let me just... Let me just show you a picture. Wait. This is him as a murderer. I literally saved that picture and I was like, I'm going to do that sometime. You want to see it? Hold yes. Up. And then this is him now. He is. He looks a, even worse now. Like, I'm sorry, but yeah, he is look. the scariest ginger looking kid. I saved it today when I've I was looking for I've ever my seen in my life. He like, he is the like definition of scary eyes. ginger. Not that all gingers are scary. Blah, blah, we know some great blah, But he just looks like he would kill somebody. Anyways, so um, he was convicted of second-degree murder in 1994, which was when my sister was born. Um, and my sister was the one that helped me find this murder. Kurt Cobain died. Thanks, Natasha. Uh, he was sentenced to the maximum like number of terms uh, available for juvenile murderers, which was like a minimum to nine years to life in prison. Anyways, so when he was growing up, uh, he lived with his gran- or he spent a lot of time with his grandparents. Um, this is what his grandparents said. Um, he'd always come in and give us hugs and kisses. He liked being a clown, but, um, he was actually diagnosed with, um, intermittent explosive disorder. Basically, it's like a mental disorder that, um, makes individuals, like, act violently, like, unpredictably, so you can't really, you don't know when they're gonna, like, get Mm -hmm. violent and stuff. like a preteen boy. Yeah. (laughs) Supposedly. Um, but, like, in schools and stuff, he was, like, kind of a loner. Like, he was really, like, he was bullied a lot because of his, uh, he had thick glasses and was a ginger boy with freckles, you know, easy target <laughs> for um, the bullies in the in the 90s. We love ginger boys at our school. 
true true but his mom oh, when he was um when like his mom was pregnant with him his mom uh took like an epilepsy drug um oh, which no. uh like led to certain like defects in his brain and yeah. stuff so do you think that was like a weird <coughs> craving his mom had you know when like well i mean she probably actually had epilepsy <laughs> i don't think that she would just have the drugs i mean she yeah, might but, but i like, mean are you like allowed to take it when you're pregnant i mean you i guess are? yeah it's either that or have seizures, which I feel like yeah. could probably affect the pregnancy for sure. Um, so on air on August second, nineteen ninety three, um, he was riding his bike to a summer day camp um, at the park, and he saw a four year old named Derek Robbie. What a cute little name, Derek Robbie, just minding his own business go into the camp as well. Eric saw Derek and um Eric saw Derek uh and lured him into like a nearby wooded area and then he proceeded to strangle him, drop a large rock on his head, and then he undressed him and sodomized him with a tree limb. A 4-year-old child. And this kid's like 13, a tree right? limb. Yeah. Um he was 13. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yes, he was 13. Yeah, and so um Derek died from uh, blunt trauma to the head, so it was the rock that probably really did it for him. Um, but then around 11 a.m., so this is like 7.30, kind of, it's early in the morning, mm-hmm. um, but around 11 a.m., uh, Derek's mom goes to the park to pick up her son to find that he's not there and he never arrived. And so the police and everybody go and look out and they find four hours later, they find the body It made national headlines. And then um, August 8th, so six days later, I can't do math. Eric confessed that he murdered him. And in 2014, though, um, he had a parole hearing. um, And, you know, he said that he he confessed that he took his rage out on the the younger boy Mm -hmm. and he just killed him. But he's been through different hearings before. But sodomize him. I don't know. That's what's. That's what I think is super weird that's about like, it. Because like, like just burst of anger. Yeah, like I kind of. I mean, I yeah, I get the burst I of anger. You know, strangling. Sodom. Exactly. He literally he undressed him. So he like yeah. took the time yeah. to undress him. That's not a and rage then, thing. No, no, it's. Like, that is what I think is super twisted about it. Because, and it was, like, after he had already died Mm -hmm. that he did it. And I just, like, that's Mm -hmm. extra creepy. Uh, Yeah. So, I just think that's super weird. But he's been having parole hearings. But I'm, he's still, like, in jail looking like a creep. Because, I mean, you can't, you can't just say, like, oh, well, I was a kid. Like, you still, he confessed to doing it on purpose. Like, he confessed Mm -hmm. to letting his rage out on theirs, on the child. So. The question I have, you said this happened at 7.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. So this is about the time <gasps> yeah, we like, get to school. How do you... I can barely function in the morning. Right. And I, compared to most other children or teenagers, am mm-hmm. a morning person. So how do you get up? Like, I know it takes a while for people to, like, wake up. How do you get up and all of a sudden you're, like, that angry already? My favorite thing was that he's just riding his bike. He's riding his bike to camp, sees this kid, and is like, hmm, perhaps I should murder him brutally, you know? Did he know him before, like, in any way? I don't know for sure. They both went to the same camp, so he may have seen him before. So they, like, probably, like, interacted with each other before. But, I mean, if you the age difference is so significant. You think Mm -hmm. that he would do something to somebody his age because those are the people that are, like, tormenting him or maybe someone older or, like, slightly younger, but, like, four years old, like, that's... Yeah, I, like, 
vacation Bible school and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. they, like, split them up. Into, yeah, like, definitely. And, like, I was, like, with second and third graders for, like, they had, like, a Harvey camp thing or whatever. Yeah. And I never, like, I never worked with, like, the kindergartners or anything like that. And those kids just knew the people in their group. Yeah, it just, I like, it blows my mind. Because you'd think that you, you really would think that he would take his rage out on somebody else. Not some mm-hmm. four-year-old boy. Four years old. Like, that's my nephews. Like, they're four years old. They're not even in kindergarten yet. Like, they're tiny and don't know much. So, of course, they're going to, f- he's going to follow him into the woods. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, like, yeah, Did he, like, ride on, like, the little pegs of his bike? <laughs> that's creepy. Did you used to do that? Do you guys have, like... My neighbors did, yeah. The BMX bikes, like where you could like, I had a BMX bike and you like put little pegs on the front and back, and I would like ride. It took people me a home. very long time to learn how to ride my bike. Um, my dad told me one time I couldn't come back inside for dinner until I rode around the cul-de-sac fifty times without my training. Oh my goodness! I it worked. True. And like he wasn't like you can't have dinner. He was just like, and it was like four o'clock. And like I'm sure you took that like very seriously. Yeah, I was like, like let's well, I go. Have to. Yeah. Like instead of now, you'd be like, okay, well, I can drive. Bye. Like I'm gonna go get myself some dinner then. I'm bye. No. Whenever I was learning how to ride a bike, um, one time, so I live in a cul-de-sac, and I was at one of the corners of the cul-de-sac, like. And mm-hmm. I was riding across, yeah. but then a car came. So I was like so excited that I was like riding my bike, but then this car pulled into yeah. the cul-de-sac, but I was like, oh, I don't know how to stop. And so like, <laughs> I just kept riding. I just kept riding until I hit the curb near my house. And then I like the handlebars, like it was a really old bike. Uh-huh. And so the handlebars like bent. And so like I <laughs> fell forward over the bike and like landed in this rose bush. Um, it was actually like a terrible time and I just ran home crying and it was a bad day. Uh, don't ride bikes. Uh, we have you a get friend. Hurt. I'm not going to say her name cause she's going to get really embarrassed by it. You know who it is. She never learned how to ride a oh, bike. Oh yeah. Aw. <laughs> and it's really funny. Um, I went to elementary school with her. So like she was in within, <laughs> she was within riding distance of the school and it was really easy and like I think she tried to learn a couple times and she knew how to ride it with training wheels and I think like fifth or sixth grade she like tried to and then like her neighbor laughed at her and she just never did it again yeah and it's like yeah and we'll be like oh her neighbor is lucky that he slash she is alive right now because bullying leads to death yeah it's true don't bully people like we'll talk about riding our bikes and she'll be like I never learned how to ride my bike. Mm, yeah, I relate. <laughs> so you teenage want, murderers. You want to hear about another wild one? You bet I do. Is it a is it a boy? No. Oh, good. A, I feel like we have too many boys on this show. A girl killing a girl. Um, I'm not allowed to say the killer's name because she was only 15 when this happened. And okay. It happened this year. <gasps> oh my <Yeah>. gosh. <gasps> um. So what happened wow. was, um. This girl named Katie Raw, um, she's in England, this cute little girl, she's like seven years old, and she's just out there chilling. Her parents actually got married two weeks before. Oh. I don't know like, if it was a step-parent or like her parents, and they just like decided to get married, but they had gotten um, married two weeks before, and she was like a flower girl and all this stuff, and like she was just chilling living her best life yeah she was just doing what she wanted to do um so she was a bridesmaid at her parents wedding sorry Mm -hmm. her mom went to go like look for her and she couldn't find her so her mom like filed like not a missing persons report but she was like hey my kid is gone and so they like started a search party and they found her oh and they found her um on a playing field in new york 
which is a place in England. Mm-hmm. Sorry, um, with um, with severe and large cuts on her neck and chest, <gasps> and she'd also been asphyxiated. Ooh. She, her mom, like she didn't die till she get to the, got to the hospital, mm-hmm. and like her mom was like cradling that's so her sad. and all this stuff. Like Ugh. her mom, I think her mom that's, found her. That's so sad. A um teenager whose name cannot be said. A lot of the details are kind of fuzzy about mm-hmm. this one because it's a new case. So, yeah, it's too, so recent because like, what month kid, did it happen in? It January, <gasps> but they can't say it because because she's, she's still, a minor. She just turned sixteen. Happy birthday, murderer. Um, so a teenage girl had um, previously been taken out of school for mental issues mm-hmm. and had warned people two days earlier that she was not mentally okay. Um, she was, like, suffering from um, delusions and stuff, and she didn't mm-hmm. think people were real and all this stuff, which Ooh, is, like, a common spooky. thing of um, paranoid schizophrenics. Yeah, yeah. And they think she was suffering from that, but she would never been, like, fully diagnosed. She had been giving medicine for her... Um, Thorks time for anxiety and depression mm-hmm. in December 2016 and she was put in um adolescent mental health services yeah but she had she hadn't been given a full like diagnosis and well the thing is is like um you can't give um antipsychotics to anyone under the age of 18 really so she probably couldn't get that's what I've been told possibly I feel like we'll probably have to look can. that up I from what I've heard because I like know people that like have been like you should be on these, but you cannot be because you are not 18 yet. I feel like you can give them some type. I'm I'm not positive. She might not have been able to have the medication that mm-hmm. she was well, needing. Well, she had, no one ever, ever given her a full, like, psychiatric evaluation. Assessment. We need to do, like, they couldn't warm up out. before this. <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> No one ever sat down with her mm-hmm. and was like, hey, super what's weird, up? Especially if she was in an um, adolescent ward. Yeah. Um, she also <laughs> she also posted on Instagram like pictures of her self-harm wounds. Uh, and like her caption was mentally, seriously, not okay. Oh, that's so emo. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, but that's so emo. And then, so she said she wasn't okay. She posted <laughs> the things, and then within 48 hours, they found the girl's wow. body. Uh, the mom was cradling her in her arms. The teenager called the police, <gasps> was the one called 911, and she just said she's dead. Oh, my gosh. Up. And then she stayed at the scene. So oh. she, she was there when the mom found. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. She was arrested and charged with murder, and mm-hmm. the reason she was doing it was here's the kicker oh no she thought she was a robot what yeah and she wanted to see if she was real and she was yeah what? she was like she was trying to figure out if she was real and thought she was a robot and it was just like instead of doing something to herself she just killed somebody well no because she self-harmed yeah but you would think and, like, like she had never met katie or any of like the parents mm-hmm. before that's so crazy like paranoid yeah she probably and, like, was hardcore like hardcore disassociation yeah you don't think she probably had some big episode and was like yeah. i am a human robot how do i mm-hmm. well she probably didn't think she was a robot she probably thought other people were robots oh maybe she was yeah trying to figure out if the little girl was a robot oh, okay okay so she was like this is a logical way oh, to do this okay that makes more sense and so she stabbed her oh my gosh and like it was in the neck like it was a huge oh. thing across her neck and i think in the head too oh my gosh and she strangled her first and then stabbed her do you know um how or like what she used to stab with she used a they kept saying the name Drum of the knife roll, please 
like a Stanley knife, like it's a big a cat purr. Oh wow. Yeah, like a big Stanley. Just a knife. big old knife. Oh, it looks like Cece has something to say. Uh, she's our executive producer. I just looked up an answer to the anti-psychotic, mm-hmm. uh, prescribing anti-psychotics to children. So the Food and Drug Administration has approved the use of anti-psychotic mm-hmm. medications in some children and adolescents with severe emotional and behavior disorders. Hmm. Um, but this is really crazy. Of particular note is a two-fold to five-fold increase in the use of anti-psychotic medications in preschool children. What? Despite what? little information pre- on their long-term effects. What? So it's absolutely legal to prescribe <gasps> them. How do you do that to preschoolers? Also... What? <laughs> what? That? <laughs> also, you don't like show signs of schizophrenia and stuff to like, uh, yeah, like, like 20s. Also, when you're a little kid, you, like, you have imaginary you have friends. A, yeah, like that's like a thing. That's, that's, oh, that can't wow. be right. Like that's crazy. What the heck? She stabbed her with a Stanley knife, which is like a big knife, I think. Probably. It's got a fancy name. Let's that's crazy. Oh, no, no, no. It's like a little box cutter knife. Oh my gosh! She yeah, it's a box. Like it's a. She slit somebody's throat with a box cutter. That's what I used to cut up cardboard for. Like, I mean, yeah, we have these in the art room. What the heck? Yeah, literally, we do have them in the art room. Yeah, like that's wild. A teacher has given this to me and been like, "Yes, here here you go." Cardboard. Yeah, it's like oh my gosh, the metal sheath, and you like push (sighs) out the blades, and like it's the blades that you can snap off when they get too used. Oh my gosh, she was just like. She like well, carried that thing around because she was so. She paranoid. probably took it from her art teacher, maybe, or her like that weird junk drawer she has in her house that everyone has. Yeah, it's like, mm, and this thing. Stanley knife. She was buried in a coffin themed Dr. Seuss. And there's, oh, like, pictures that's of it. so cute, but so sad. And it's like, <gasps> it's like, oh my god. There's like a bunch of sayings and stuff on it, and like it was painted Dr. Seuss, oh, and my her gosh. mom got two tattoos. <gasps> and like one of them's Katie, and like the other one's a Dr. Seuss quote. And oh. I will find it as soon as you guys will like. Don't kill messing. children. Don't yeah. kill anybody. But like kids have so much to, like to do. They're, uh, yeah. The thing that's crazy about these both stories is that they did not like know the child. They just it. Um, her tattoo says, "Today you are." That is truer than true. There oh. is no one alive who is <gasps> younger than you. Oh, she's not alive. That's depression. On top of it says Katie. Oh, I'm sad. And like when the mom got there, she was like screaming and stuff. Oh, I mean, I imagine that's that's your child. Like you gave birth. I I mean, I can't imagine. I've never had a child, but like Mm -hmm. I can imagine the feeling. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. But yeah, this happened like this year. That's crazy. This year. Happy New Year. Talk to therapist, kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, this happened in January. Her parents got, like, married two weeks before. Like, it was, like, January 8th or something. Mm-hmm. So, like, they got married on, like, Christmas or something. Oh, a Christmas wedding. Christmas wedding. Which will be Noel. Uh, no, that's my mom's birthday. Your mom's birthday's Christmas? Yeah. You didn't know that? Is your mom Jesus? Yeah. No. Her name's Natalie. <laughs> her name's, her name's mom. Natalie. I don't know if she listens to the podcast, to be honest. My mom listens to the podcast. Hey, Lori, what's up? She told no, me to man. stop saying like so much. I understand. I do that as well. She's like, it's good. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I mean, it's good, but you can't speak properly. I didn't raise you to be like this. True. True. 
it's not her it kind of is her jive but <laughs> jojo listened to it too my mom's super weird about this because like all she does is watch like investigation discovery and then but like anytime me or my sister my sister is like obs- she my sister's all for this she is like number one fan but um anytime we talk about like murderers or death my mom's like stop that's depressing i'm like mom all you do is w- you when i was a child or when my brother and sister were childs um child's children Children. that's the word um she would show them pictures of like like child predators in the neighbor like around in clear lake and she'd be (laughs) like you see this person you see how they look normal where they're not they want to hurt you so like of course we grow up like thinking like we're gonna get hurt all the time yes but like a child (laughs) my mom straight up doesn't care she was just like yeah yeah people suck so many bad things have happened. I feel like there's a concentration of them in Texas because Texas is wild. And also very large. Like, yeah. This is just a big place. So, like, it makes sense that lots of terrible things happen because we have more mass for things to mm-hmm. happen. There's a lot of bad things that happen in Houston, but Houston's the fourth largest city in the, how said world, country. Um, speaking of Houston, go Astros. Speaking of Houston, oh, I don't watch baseball. I'm sorry. Go Astros. Go Astros. Okay. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to I Was a Teenage Murderer. Your hosts for today were Noelle Jones and Abella Knott. The show is produced by Joshua Bumpus and executive produced by Colette Curry-Kindle and Scott McCarran. Our advertising manager is Crystal Erb. Theme music created by Joshua Bumpus. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at I Was a Teenage Murderer and subscribe to our show on both iTunes and YouTube.